All right, welcome everyone to another episode of the Industrious Podcast. We appreciate you guys joining us this January 2022, the year of the Deuce Deuce, as I like to call it. Um, we are kicking the year off in style. You'll understand why I said that. Um, and we appreciate you guys joining us um, again, wherever you listen to your podcasts or here on our YouTube page or YouTube channel, I should say. Uh, again, if you're joining us on YouTube, make sure you subscribe if you haven't already done so. Click that notification bell so you can be alerted to when new episodes drop. And um, thank you for listening. Throw out some comments if you have any. Nice ones only. That's true. Uh, hit, hit that thumb up. Um, I would like to introduce our guest today, Miss Lauren West. She is the Director of Global Color and Design for Acoma Pro. Welcome to the Industrious Podcast. Thank you so much. This is a great opportunity. I'm really happy to be here. We're happy for you to join us. Uh So I did, I know, are you from, where are you from originally? New York. New York. I was going to say, oh. I know a North Carolinian, Carolinian accent in your voice. Not at all. Um, so how. I've worked on that. I've worked on that, by the way. No, I, I was in New York. I was uh, born in the center of the city, um, lived and grew up in Long Island and do not have that accent and moved to Virginia when I was 12. And I've worked with a lot of companies that were international. So I just try to keep it like really Katie Couric. So Midwestern. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> what's, uh, how, how did you end up in the, not only the design industry, but in particular in, in coatings? Yeah, that's an interesting conversation. So I went to, to school, graduated as an interior designer and quickly got out of uh, school and realized that uh, there were many different facets in different ways to go. And I jumped into furniture immediately. Um, Roanoke, Virginia, uh, row furniture was in my backyard and they were getting ready to go vertical. And that means own their own stores and galleries. And I was a big part of making that happen for them and following the Ethan Allen model. And I just love what the furniture industry brings as far as energy and experience. And it was just an easy fit. So I did that for several other manufacturers and landed with the world's largest leather, uh, furniture manufacturer and uh, they happen to be Italian. And I was working that job for a long time, 15 years. And then there was an industry referral from someone in the coatings industry and also someone who used coatings for their product development phase in furniture. And that's how I was given the opportunity for my next best step. Honestly, walking into this to the studio that you can see behind me, angels were singing. I was like, this is exactly what I want to do. And it was a gift and I've been doing it now for five years. And it's been, it's it's like I stepped in there yesterday. It's I leap out of bed in the morning. It's so exciting to work with the different segments and the different tiers and the distributors and their customers and really talk to people and engage, inspire and, you know, you can't know what you don't know. And this is a huge opportunity to get that out there that, you know, color sells and finishes first. Certainly. So I guess from a formality standpoint, to get that out of the way, 
name and and title and then mm. maybe segue that into like okay so title is one thing but on a day-to-day basis what do you get your hands dirty doing <laughs> yeah my name is lauren west the day-to-day for me is uh we'll start with monthly we work on about 100 projects a month and that covers home furnishings kitchen and bath architectural building products flooring and specialty for aeronautics for um, airplanes for automobile for bowling pins and guitars so we do a little bit of everything and we see a lot um, in both custom color proprietary finish uh, for industrial wood and that's what that's what i do on a monthly basis on a day-to-day basis we work together as a very small team to cover a lot of ground and to not only work in product development specifically, but also trend harvest and future cast. And because of that product development element, we can future cast out through 2025 right now. And that's where we are. Wow. Um, so obviously Assessa being a key distributor of a Chroma pro, which is the wood coatings brand and in the industrial wood division, um, are where the Chroma pro products are going are primarily on to furniture and kitchen cabinets. Uh, Furniture being, of course, anything residential, institutional, uh, commercial, uh, and of course, a big one being residential kitchen cabinets. And the trend, it's really, I don't know if you even call it a trend anymore because it's been so long lasting, is that there's no such thing as a a locked-in color. Everything is custom. so you mentioned future casting. We have on our table here, cheat sheet, the 2022 color trends from all of the major manufacturers and, and color groups out there, uh, including uh, a Chrome Pro slash Sherman Williams. Your color 2022 officially and or unofficially, what's your go-to? Well, when you're speaking about kitchen and bath, okay, so this is this is interesting. We always have to apply a methodology, and that's a sound foundation in numbers. So when we actually work with customers, we ask them for their numbers, and what we're trying to mine for when we do that is not only what's great for them, but what does the industry look like as a whole? Because when you do that time and time again, you see industry standards. So for furniture and kitchen and bath, they're both kind of opposite. So furniture is 80% stain, and 20% paint. Kitchen and bath is 80% paint and 20% stain right now. But the most fascinating thing about that is they're following each other. And for furniture right now, bleach blonde and fumed and lighter color woods and washed whites are all over the retail floors. And it's really becoming, it's really starting to look very anemic. If you have a very large store and you've got these whitewash finishes, um, there's it's very neutral. So what we're seeing is an uptick in color. Um, in kitchen and bath, it's the same exact thing, white, white, and gray, white, white, and gray. So if you've got the right whites and the right gray, which we can help with um, because we see it all the time, we do about five palette assessments, six palette assessments a month on a daily basis working with furniture. We're located where we are because of the home furnishings industry. And, you know, High Point has that tiny little show every year, which is the world's largest home furnishing show every April and October. So we have those people bumping and rolling with us, uh, you know, five 
five appointments in a day with home furnishings and that's our fastest cycle so home furnishings is every six months we're working on something new kitchen and bath has a much longer cycle like a five to seven year cycle and we're working with those folks um you know on a when they come in for a, an appointment it's not a daily thing it's a two-day thing so we review their palette assessment we see what they have we see what's working for them we also apply the um industry numbers to that so we can see do you have the right whites do you have your first white should be 35% of the business. Your second white should be 27% of the business and it's a softer white. And if you live in the Midwest, you're going to have a warmer gray, where if you live on the coast that have more sun, they like sharp, cooler colors, um, they're gonna have a cool gray. That makes over 50% of your business. If you've got those colors, you're great, and that should give you enough confidence to get into the greens, to get into the blues, just like you guys have in your cheat sheet for your trends. Those two colors are living together now. If you don't have the right greens that are segment-specific for kitchen and bath, which would be different than the home furnishings industry, um, you know, you might want to check out of a few of the blues that we know are very important for kitchens, which we know navy was very, very popular there for a little bit. Our color of the year, Evergreen Fog, is a beautiful green neutral that has a gray undertone to it. Yeah, and it plays well with every color under the sun. And the great thing about being a part of Sherwin and a part of the stores is we can mine with numbers in mind and we can tell by region what's going on. So if someone walks in from the Midwest, if someone walks in from Los Angeles or upstate New York, we can actually help them understand speaking logistically with their industry and what the industry is showing us um have you thought about freshening up your green palette have you thought about sprucing up your mushrooms palette you know gray is moving more brown right now and it's becoming much warmer so we're seeing a lot of mushroom colors pop up and that certainly was the case with our color of the year last year which was urbane bronze which is a brown gray who knew we'd be talking about shrooms on this podcast episode that's interesting <laughs> right uh, you make an interesting point in that, so you have these colors of the year and everybody has, you know, their version, yeah. Pantone has, yep. they're very Perry and SW has Evergreen Fog and Ben Moore and all those guys. Um, we don't but, mention yeah, the dirty words. You guys did a really nice job summarizing that too. Thank you. We, we, yeah. we, we plagiarize very well. <laughs> <laughs> um, but to your point, like, just because, like, these are the, these are the colors of the year, but I don't think, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, you know, the entire country is not going to follow that particular trend. I mean, what's popular in California versus here in Indiana versus New York, there's obviously some disparity there. We see it all the time. And, and in fact, we have some international uh, vendors who will come over and say, well, we were just in California and this is what they're doing. So are you guys doing that here? I'm like, no, we, we either are ahead of that, not always, not very often, or it certainly we lag behind it. So maybe if they're doing that or if Europe's doing, you know, X, Y, Z today, maybe in a year or two, then that means it'll start happening here just the way it goes. Yeah, absolutely. Having a lot of international experience uh, caused me to, you know, my eyes are way more wide open than they ever were before. And once you start thinking outside of the North American box, 
what happens and how how does it become an influence and where is it coming from? And I was able to see, you know, just being based in Italy for a bit and working with um, Canadians who live much more European than we do in North America, you know, from Italy to Toronto is usually where it comes down to, down through down through the the um, the coasts, and then it moves more towards middle America. So that's really how we see the trends kind of coming in and peppering what it, what happens and definitely is driven by the North. And then you've got you know, interpretations of that. And what does that mean for the folks wherever it is that they live and how can they, you know, color is a solution. Color, color is something that helps personalization. Not everybody wants a white kitchen, but you could have that really fantastic pop of navy on your island or on your hood you know wood hoods right now are super popular and a great place to bring in the accents or the jewelry of the room by using color certainly i I think a lot of the we'll call it you know the typical homeowner who would be considered a complete lay person to the industry they're they are 100 the consumer wouldn't realize that there are a thousand shades of white and we have custom matched every single one of them. Yeah. Um, every homeowner wants their own version, regardless of what it might be called in a fan deck or color palette. They want their own version. And that's 100% yeah. okay because that's that's what we do uh, as a distributor of industrial coatings, particularly in the wood industry. Uh, and, and a vast majority of our uh, kitchen cabinet and furniture, but predominantly kitchen cabinet manufacturers are on the custom side. They're not. They are not a even a semi-custom or big box uh, manufacturer. Um, and, and we often get asked questions by our manufacturing customers, when is gray going to go away? <laughs> and I, oh. I kind of chuckle because I think, well, it's, it. I don't think ever. I think there's just, just like white, there are a million different types of gray, whether it be to the red, the green, the blue, whatever it may be. And it just, it just kind of bounces like a, like a ping pong kind of back yep. and forth. Right. So what, anyway, I saw that you mentioned white, white, gray. So it sounds like that's just yeah. sort of a, a, a benchmark. White, white and gray. Well, yeah. And the numbers, the numbers speak to that. So that's what the landscape of kitchen and bath look like right now. Um, we as an organization um, in you know, you you hit the nail on the head. We love custom color. We love people that make things their own. Um, whatever it means to them is is what you want to you know hand back over to them, right? And they're they feel really passionate about color. But when you pick up a seventeen hundred color paint deck, it can be a little bit overwhelming. So they end up bringing in a shirt or a pillowcase or even a picture. This is the exact white that I want. And I think it's really fantastic that you can do that because you can hit the nail on the head every single time with custom color and proprietary finish. But the way things, you know, you use macro and micro in your piece. I I read your piece. You did a great job on that. We use macro and micro, mega macro, micro, and trend is what we follow. And when you are following or forecasting what is up and coming, it's usually what people have just been through. COVID has thrown us for a loop. Everyone is spending a lot more time in their homes. They're renovating. They are thinking, oh my goodness, I have, you know, they, they're not spending eight hours a day outside of the home. Most of them are spending that time in their home, looking at their walls in their home office, thinking, do I really want to continue with a white wall? Could I use a green color wall? So the, so color moves from cool to neutral to warm. 
Cool was about three years ago in, in the white. So very dental white, very bright white, very reflective, highly reflective whites that would have light bounce off a wall. In your home right now, they're talking about cocooning, they're talking about wellness, they're talking about walking in and exhaling. That requires a neutral or a warm color. So that's what's happening with grays. Grays are going from cool to warm where they absorb light and they make you feel light and you exhale with those colors. So they make so you even, not want to strangle your family members that you've been cooped up yes, with. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. Yes, that's how I interpreted that. it. Yeah, it's all about color therapy, and it, it's a real thing in the psychology of color. You know, people are drawn to colors, and our colors continue to evolve all the time. So, what you can what you can follow with your custom color and proprietary finish, it tells a story about what's going on with your customers, which is really cool. Certainly, certainly, uh, and it is interesting to hear you mention the 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 natural tones and the whitewash. I feel like it, it's if you don't have a color eye, it's challenging because a few years ago, if you walked, if I went to the mall and walked through a, the restoration hardware, all I saw was a lot of natural wood tone where it was a lot of washed out, bleached wood, things like that. Um, and, and if I walked through today, I may not, if I didn't have, if I wasn't really looking for it, I may not pick up on it because the shift is, is subtle enough that maybe subconsciously we see it, but you, you really have to look for it uh, and to make it, you know, to bring it to the forefront, to bring it to your conscious. Absolutely. And and I love, you just set this up for me. And it's like, we talked about this before. Uh, Restoration Hardware is a great example. They're setting trends. They're, they're making, they're, they are tremendous influencers in what is going on at retail and what people think is hip, cool, and chic. So you're exactly right. The whitewash, the pickles, the, the even bleached walnut was popular. It was very popular. It is peaking right now at retail and where it's moving towards and you hit the nail on the head. Um, it's all about species. Everybody wants to invest in themselves right now. They want to personalize what they have. So they're moving to very dry, hungry finishes that do nothing but scream the accents and the thumbprints of the species of wood, oak, birch, maple. We, we're seeing hemlock up and coming. We're seeing hickory become important. We are, you know, oak between red oak and, and white oak right now is, you know, it's, it's a cost driven process. So, uh, have you, as you add manufacturers like restoration hardware, bringing their product development to the forefront that affects every other category. So you're going to feel their, their influence in kitchen and bath with the finishes that the, you know, the stains that are upcoming and important. And it's, again, it's all about, you know, having walnut, having oak, having mahogany. It's a story that you can tell. It's easy to share digitally and it affects people. And, and, you know, some of those species that I've been talking about are, are investments in whatever restoration hardware is going to bring and influence all the other all the other retailers or all the other OEMs or manufacturers um, that happens. And then also texture is another topic that we have to cover and texture and species go hand in hand. And yeah, we, we love to follow retail at every level from, you know, the, the higher end uh, mass produced pieces all the way down to the Sam's and the Costco's and the seasonal merchandise. We follow every single price point because in some way someone is going to interpret that for themselves and their customers. 
Yeah. I feel like we mentioned Restoration Hardware a few more times. We might get a free couch or a coffee table or something. <laughs> hey, we're looking for sponsors. I'm like, hashtag that, bad boy. <laughs> uh, you know, it's I've seen more walnut mahogany, at least it feels like, in the last six months, maybe 12 months, than I feel like I've seen in a while. And in a lot of cases, they are, they're not staining it. They're just, they're just clear coating it and going with the natural look of it. And in a few instances, I mean, that, and those are not cheap uh, wood. Uh, they are, and they, in some of these cases, they're going with like solid, uh, the solid wood versus veneers to build right. out whatever they're doing. I'm like, wow, that they, they certainly put down some coin on whatever it was that they were making. Absolutely. Yeah. And again, there's a story to tell there. It's organic. It's natural. People are tired of fake. It's the IG movement in reverse. You know, we, they want to, uh, that the money that they're spending, they want to make sure that it's something that is personalized to their, who they are as a brand yep. and what they're going to reflect as people come into their homes. So that that is a big topic right now. And of course, we know brown. We'll get to brown. Brown is the number one selling North American stain color, if not all over the world. And browns are moving away from reds, oranges, and yellows. And they're moving into deep, dark chocolates, like you see in the grocery store, the 72% dark chocolate, the 86% or even 100%. That's what's happening with the browns and the new chocolate story. And it's beautiful because if you have heirloom pieces from your parents or your grandparents and back then it was collections you can actually go out to places like a hobby lobby or you know different just different price points different things you can go to restoration hardware and buy the piece that represents you and it will blend with what you have in your home so there's a lot of that going on as well but browns are they are the fastest shift that I have seen in my time, my five years in what I have been doing. When we identified a trend, they are shifting quickly, like overnight to these dark chocolates that represent nostalgia for people, but in a new way. Interesting. Yeah, you, you made a comment about it's almost like if you wanted to predict that it's called the near term future. You can predict that by seeing what's happening right now. Yes. And we from our position of being a supplier, we see that today and, and, and in the call the, the, the near past with not only just the colors, both paint colors and stain colors, but also, uh, or as Vince mentioned, substrates, but also sheens. Are we talking, you know, how much lower in sheen can we go? Is, are we talking about clothes? You know, are we talking about a a full finished traditional kitchen cabinet type of finish? Or are we talking about open grain where the consumer or the homeowner says, I want it to feel like complete raw wood or weathered like a barn wood, but I want the protection of a finish on there. I just don't want Absolutely. you to feel it or see it. So it's, it's uh, I guess from a, without getting too far into the word special of special effects, what else do you find, kind of feel like is coming down the pike from that, from that aspect? That might be somewhere up on the fringe, if you will. Right. Well, you're you're exactly right. That that barely there finish. Coatings companies don't like to hear that, but there are steps. You know, you know, when you finish something, there are steps to take to ensure wearability and durability of that piece. So let's pretend it's going to be a nightstand. You want it to look naked. You want it to look like it's it has been kissed with protection, right? But you're going to do a seven step process on that that actually ensures that that nightstand can handle a red wine ring or a sweaty water glass and not 
have it become an after sales issue. There are steps that you can take in the way that you treat that wood where it's going to become a part of that wood rather than sitting on top of that wood. And there are technologies and innovations that are out there that will allow for that look to happen. And it's because it's being asked for. And it's actually being asked for in kitchens as well. If, if you think about a butcher block top, what do you do in the kitchen? That butcher block top has, you know, the wood has to be inherently antimicrobial, right? right? Antibacterial also. So there are synthetic ways to also achieve that sort of productivity of what you expect the piece to do. Sure. Yeah. Speaking of technology, so stepping away a little bit from color or, or gloss or sheen level, and we look at technology of coatings, whether it be different types of solvent-based coatings or moving into water, what are you seeing coming through the design center? Are you seeing any shifts or any, you know, anything sort of emerging from a product technology standpoint? This is an interesting question because we're cross-divisional as far as color command goes. And we tell, we color people <laughs> within our divisions, we all get together once a month and we share what's working. We have taken shifting automobile coatings and applied them to different, let's talk hardy board. We also have used it for, um, for accent pieces and specialty applications where you gain a little bit of a shift when things move like on a guitar, that's always moving in, in a hot spotlight. So um, where they're applicable for kitchen and bath and home furnishings is in the mica suggestion. So micas, actually you can put them on as heavy, as full hide as you like, or you can just do like a tiny little sneeze of mica and bring in a tiny luster and shimmer. And we know that luxury right now, as far as shimmer goes, not sheen yet, but as far as shimmer goes, is very intriguing to people just a hint of what you didn't think would be expected mm -hmm. is where where that's at right now and then metallics are very very <clears throat> popular all metallics are super popular right now as accents as well so sheen we have seen it go barely there we have seen it be less than three what we are hearing now and what's being asked for is sheen is a perception of luxury and it's going from let's say 1520 in the home furnishing segment and kitchen and bath to 2025 and also in kitchen and bath sheen is a perception of easy to clean and that's being asked for now more than anything and that's due to covid so again pretty much everybody's reaction not only to color but durability and wearability is something that they've been through and something either that they want to have a solution for or something that they want to be proactive with. Yeah. I look forward to seeing your uh, metallic kitchen. That's going to be cool. <laughs> we, we are, I mean, we, Bedazz so we like, just like bedazzled. <laughs> we do distribute metal coatings, uh, for various call it building, building product purposes. And, and we've been doing metallic coatings in that field for a long time. Right. Um, and, over the last couple of years, but even more so recently, we've been getting more and more demand for metallic coatings, whether it be, you kind of mentioned mica versus metallic. In our world, we would just say metallic is just a function of how metallic of an effect do you want. Exactly. Um, you know, do you want a like more of a slight pearl effect or do you want a true metal look? And where we're seeing it is either on those smaller accent pieces, whether it be in furniture or in kitchen cabinetry where that accent cabinetry is going to be almost more like a furniture piece within the kitchen yep. or actually you mentioned earlier wood hoods uh you know vent hoods 
instead of having a metal fabricated hood, which is very common, people, the kitchen cabinet manufacturer actually fabricating it out of wood, but then using a metallic coating to, to simulate a stainless or a gold or a, you know, some sort of you know, black, whatever it may be. Um, right. We're seeing a lot more of, and not a lot, meaning a, a high number, but certainly a lot more relative to what we would have seen five years ago. Right. Yeah. Um, and it, the really great thing about following five segments is they all touch, they all speak to each other. Color harmony is a hot topic right now from the front door to the back patio. Um, you know, shutters and doors are becoming a direct extension of people's personalities as far as color goes. Uh, and it's, it's changing the landscape of what's going on in architecture to speak of in all types of residential contract spaces, hospitality, wayfinding for huge monolithic installations. You know, it, it's it's a lot about solutions and it's also a lot about doing something that other people haven't done. And it can be done now because the innovations and the technologies of what we have at our fingertips, especially for wood, especially for wood, um, gosh, the sky's the limit. People just need to dream out loud and we can try to figure out how to make it happen because the, all the, all the, seems like all the chemicals and all of the um, applications that are available right now, you can really, can really take folks much farther than we've ever been able to before. So is there anything that we missed that you would want to share in terms of like growing up and, or what kind of other jobs that kind of then pointed you in the direction of where you're at now? Well, I knew what I wanted to be when I was seven years old, sitting at the kitchen table, ripping up a Sears and Robux catalog and merchandising it by categories. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) I've always known, um, you know, it's always been fun to learn how to dress a room and it's always been fun to merchandise and be an influence with retailers who were doing things well on the cusp of doing something new and following others. Um, my whole entire career over 30 years has been coming up with solutions and, um, you know, just being in, in the fashion of home business. And now I've stepped into a role that is, that's got angels singing for me. And I feel very lucky to be able to do this and to support folks like yourselves and your customers in understanding, you know, you can't know what you don't know. And we want to share the message. Color sells. Color is therapeutic. Color is something that expresses style and your own personality. And I absolutely love what I do. Fantastic. Well, we always say as, and grand, we're biased because we're on the coding side, but what the, what the homeowner touches, feels, and sees is predominantly the finish and the, and the associated color. Uh, and, and we feel like that's where the biggest point of investment should be made in the, in the finished good, because that's what tells the story. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You, um, you're tremendous influencers in helping people express themselves and what that looks like. Um, that's, that's a gift. <laughs> well, folks, today we are talking trends. And if, if you've been following us, whether it be in our latest, uh, fall, winter, 2021, the consultancy newsletter, or assesses what's hot in 2022 has a compilation of the various colors and style trends for 2022 and beyond. Um, Lauren, you mentioned um, that you guys actually cast out beyond just the coming year and, and actually go out anywhere from two to five years, I guess. What, not to jump too far ahead, 
um, I want to steal steal our thunder for next year. But what what are some other things that you think are either are here today and and somewhat built to last, meaning lasting for you know two, three, four more years, um, or things that haven't quite hit or maybe just starting to you know dip their toes into into this world, uh, but will probably hit more robustly two years from now or a year from now. Right. Um, so what we're seeing because of the product development phase, you know, you go from sample to production, um, what we're seeing and what we're hearing now at this point, which is going to be released in retail a year and a half from now, once it gets through that process, uh, bleach blonde and fumed is going away. It's becoming much more luxurious and it's going to, is going to push gray out of the way as well in a cold suggestion of gray. So where gray is going to is the more brown and warmer section in the mushroom colors. We saw that at this past high point market. We're getting ready to go to KBiz. We expect to see it there. We did go to Neocon and we saw mushroom on fabrics. You know, when fabrics are released, they tell a big story. So we always follow fabrics as well, because soft cover is a quicker rotating segment than case goods. So usually fabrics emerge the colors. Blue and greens are living together. Mushroom is the new form of gray. It's much more easy to live with. It's a super transitional color and it plays well with other colors. And that's, you know, we were talking about color harmony a little bit, and this is where all the neutrals come into play. So when you have neutrals that are going to be accent colors, you want them to be a good blend of cool and warm, and that's where we see gray going. We also see shimmer. We see sheen on the horizon. We know that sheen got all the way down to the barely there finishes. That's not going to go away. The, the topic of investment in yourself, whether it's residential, contract, or hospitality, you know, those those things are blending, they're merging. You know, you go on a staycation, you come home and you want to have that spa room or the bathroom, that spectacular experience that you had in the hotel when you were making those great memories when you were on holiday. Well, the same thing is going on in large spaces, especially in um, hospitality boutique hotels. They want you to walk in and feel immediately cozy, like the Grand Bohemian, as an example. Uh, everybody can Google that. It's a boutique hotel that's very, rich in fabrics and colors and very moody and just feels it just feels like a warm hug or a great sweater so these all of these things are starting to blend and merge and it's all about how color makes people feel so emotionally speaking color is going to be coming way less neutral and much more an expression of how people feel in the spaces where they want to spend time. So that's what we're seeing. Psychologically speaking, people are ready for not such a neutral world. They're, they're ready to live in a space that's a direct reflection of them. Well, Lauren, thank you for spending your afternoon or part of your afternoon with us today. We appreciate uh, all of the goodies that you've provided us and our listeners, more importantly. Uh, folks, if you want to brush up on the trends for 2022 that Lauren um, so politely discussed, uh, take a look at the Assessa, what's hot or what, yeah, what's hot in 2022. You can find that at assessa.com. Uh, thanks again for joining us on this episode of the Industrious Podcast. Wherever you are listening to your podcasts or on the Assessa YouTube channel, we appreciate you joining us and uh, stay tuned for the next episode. Have a good day. Thank you. Thank you. And be industrious.